Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, August 26th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Oregon is contracting with two private companies to bring in as many as 560 nurses and other medical workers to help overwhelmed hospitals and care centers in southern and central Oregon. Governor Kate Brown announced the news Wednesday. She said some of the medical workers will go to long-term care facilities, many of which have been unwilling to take patients who are discharged from hospitals after contracting COVID. The state hopes to get some of those workers on the job by Friday. The two contracts will together cost the state as much as $120 million. Oregon will seek reimbursement from the Federal Emergency Management Agency. The two firms are contracted to provide up to 300 registered nurses, 61 certified nursing assistants, 34 respiratory therapists, and 20 EMTs, among other medical workers. Some areas of southern Oregon have seen the largest average daily case rates of any place in the country in the past week. Oregon taxpayers will receive another record-breaking kicker rebate worth $1.9 billion when they file taxes next year. The state's unique tax rebate again eclipsed records set last year, another indication that unprecedented federal stimulus dollars and spending on social service programs fueled higher-than-expected state revenues. Oregon workers are also earning more money, especially those high-wage earners. Income from capital gains rose more than 20% in Oregon last year. The 1.5 million other Oregon taxpayers, individuals with taxable income up to $125,000, and joint filers with up to $250,000 in earnings, reported an average wage gain of 2.4%. What does this all mean for you? The size of individual tax credits is based on how much money you paid in income taxes last year. For Oregonians with the state's median income of $35,000 to $40,000 in adjusted gross income, Economists expect to pay out a kicker of $420. Cops and firefighters accounted for all but 10 of the 97 Portland City employees who pulled in more than $200,000 last year. Police officers and firefighters were the top 27 highest paid city employees overall, according to an Oregonian analysis, making more than bureaucrats who lead most city departments and bureaus as well as elected officials. The dangerous and sometimes deadly jobs can come with one lucrative perk, ample opportunity for overtime, which many earned amid a year punctuated by protests, wildfires, the COVID pandemic, and a dramatic increase in shootings and homicides citywide. The top city worker was a deputy fire chief who pulled in $311,000 last year, cashing in on overtime as well as vacation pay. Scores of city workers retired during the pandemic, particularly among police officers. Mayor Ted Wheeler ranked only as the 6,103rd highest paid city employee last year with $47,576 in wages. That's because in April of 2020, weeks after the pandemic forced the city and the state to shut down, Wheeler halted his salary for the remainder of the fiscal year. Sports fans and music aficionados hoping to attend events at the Rose Quarter will face a new requirement next month. 
vaccination. The Portland Trailblazers announced Wednesday morning that anyone 12 and older will be required to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 or provide proof of a negative COVID-19 PCR test within 72 hours of any event at the Rose Quarter. The new policy is effective September 4th for a Megadeth concert at the Moda Center. The rules apply to games and events at both Moda and the adjacent Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Fans can show a physical vaccine card or a picture on their phone. Similar rules were enacted at Timbers and Thorns games this month, though a negative test is required within 48 hours for those soccer matches. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.